Good afternoon, world. Welcome to another episode of Dr. Nate Live. February 2nd, 2023. Already day two of February. <laughs> My, how time flies. Today I will be posting up the where I'm at in the game project. So game day, technically number two. Yesterday I did a lot of setup and a lot of things I'm going to do. Show you how to use tools and templates to make a game a little bit quicker. Uh, not only did I take some Udemy course, but I also have a uh, bunch of tools in Unity as well that I will show and share in the uh, things I'll be posting up online. Then I got another uh, question today from one of my friends who have known me for a bit, but they also said, you know, well, maybe not so much your background but and not so much your knowledge and whatnot but why would anybody really want to work with you like he knows why people would want to work with me and you know how I've helped people retire and things of that nature but what what is the real reason that anybody would want to pay to work with me or pay me money to help them with anything that they're doing with any type of project or idea or whatnot other than you know I have a ton of experience yeah yeah that's great but you know why would they want to work with you like share a little bit more about your background and stuff like that and I said well it makes a lot of sense because I've just known them for a while and they were like hmm so what have I done where's my knowledge come into this place to help anybody really considering that I hope hold basically a doctorate yeah I didn't finish it I got all the credits for it but I didn't you know finish publishing the book <laughs> which that is one thing that one of the things I'm working on with this series as well is to help me complete a lot of the projects that I put on the back burner because I was too busy helping other companies and people to do grow basically and you know keep forgetting myself on put my kept putting myself on the back burner right so I got to finish some things for myself as well but my knowledge, for example. So where does my knowledge come from and how long have I been touching computers? Well, I've been touching computers since the good old black and green screens um, before the Commodore 64. It was, it was a military graded issued piece of equipment. I was trying to think of the word. So an issued piece of equipment my dad got because he was you know, a staff sergeant in the tank platoon in Colorado at the time and when he issued, got issued that computer, he brought it home and said, don't you dare take it apart. Because at the time, I loved taking things apart. I just didn't know how to put it back together. Because I didn't understand how engineers, didn't understand how the engineers were thinking at the time. But he's like, well, this is the future of humanity. And I, and I looked at it, and I was reading it, did a bunch of things with it. And this is back in the three, three and a half inch floppy disks, you know, the three and a half inch floppies where it had the reader and it was separate from the computer. It had its a drive just for itself. It's called a magnetic drive, and it had a little little thing that you had to switch down. It after you push the disc all the way, and you switch it down and turn it on, it would it would boot up, and you'd have to tell it what to do. You'd have to give it commands. You know, nowadays everybody just kind of double clicks on an icon, and it does something, or it double you know plugs it in the CD and auto loads, and all, it does all the wonderful things for you. No, I had to tell it commands on how to load or how to run, or start, or do the pieces that we all take for granted on a lot of the automatic stuff that happens today with icons and apps and things of that nature 
And the first program he got was a Huey. It was a flight simulator for the military. It was horrible. It was black and green screens. It was all done in with numbers. It was like, oh, this is horrible. This graphics is just killing me. There was really no graphics then. It was just a black and green screen. And the other one was the, the another flight simulator. It was for launching the NASA rocket. So it's called NASA. It's just N-A-S-A. That's all it was. And what it did was launched, literally launched the vehicle into outer space, right? Launched the space shuttle into outer space. That was the whole objective of the game. That was it. I crashed that thing a couple thousand times because I just didn't understand the physics as a kid, really. You know, the physics that were in that computer didn't make sense to me. And I crashed that Huey helicopter a few thousand times before I finally got it, got it, understood how to fly it, and then I started having fun with it, right? And the same thing with the space shuttle, and I started doing better launches with it and everything else. But it took a few thousand times in the simulator to understand what was going on so I could understand how it all worked. And just kind of with repetition, I eventually understood how it worked and got it to work. And I took the time as a kid to do that. But when I first did it, first booted up, I was like, ugh. Dad, this is the worst thing ever. I'm going, I, I, I literally turned it all back off and went back outside. I was like, this is the worst thing ever. He's like, no, you need to sit and learn it. You need to go back and do it. He's like, you can go play, but come back in a couple hours. You need to go back and do it. So his perseverance of keeping me focused on that, keeping me focused, eventually got me to be able to fly and I showed him how to, I did pretty well with it later on and then one day when the first Nintendo came out before the Nintendo came out I actually was fascinated with arcade machines I thought those were always fascinating it was Donkey Kong right it wasn't Mario or any of that other stuff the very first arcade machine was in a military base in a laundromat it was called Donkey Kong. My mom was sitting there doing laundry, right? And I thought this was super fascinating. For me, I thought I was playing, but I didn't realize you had to put quarters in. When I started to study, I put quarters in. I asked my mom for a quarter. Of course, she gave me a quarter. I went over there and played it. It died almost, you know, instantly. I was like, oh, okay, now I understand it. After a while, after many times doing laundry with her, I learned how to play that game without dying, basically. It took forever. Many quarters later, right? Many visits to do laundry later with my mom. You know, I made those quarters last longer and longer, right? I was so excited. I did really well with it. Kept going with computers. And even to where I met my friend Dave in, uh, it's like 1991 or 92. And we were playing uh, Doom. And then the first Doom got wad came out where we were actually able to modify the Doom program and we created our own levels where we were running around shooting Barney. I mean, he, I did really good at building levels and he did a lot of the heavy lifting on the programming side of it. And then my friend, brother, friend, I call him brother, but my friend Adam, time also helped with some of the designs for the characters and whatnot. And so we all helped, we all pitched in somewhere or another. We also did things like, you know, did a lot of the first MTV chats and things of that nature. We kind of took over the chat room a couple times and thought it was funny. Um, then for a minute there, I went into being a roadie, so I didn't touch computers other than doing some uh, banner ads for the uh, a lot of the bands that are coming through here through the state of Arizona from like, you know, the, the 1995 to 2000, I've pretty much seen every single band that came through the valley. And then also did some keyboard classes and tech classes while I was there as well. Did a lot of... Um, yeah, I did some even some claymations while I was in class and stuff like that. So I learned how to do like animation as well. 
So a lot of like designs and banner ads and stuff like that, I learned between 1995 and 2000, just kind of learned how to do that kind of stuff. So I did a lot of marketing then. And then uh, in 2000, professionally got involved with a company called uh, Allset Technologies Group. I helped them do everything, building business plans, um, all their websites. They helped me, they had me do all their website stuff and do a lot of the marketing for them as well. And eventually I, was, I reached all the way up to being a part owner into that and it verted into it all rolled into now at production labs back in 2006 where i completely took it over because they appointed me ceo because you know uh, people were passing away and stuff like that and it's not fun but um i did a lot of tech stuff there as well did some patents uh, business plans lots of heavy marketing everybody in the valley i knocked on every single buddy's every set did a lot of guerrilla marketing as well. I understand how all that works too. You can walk up to people's door, knock on their door, you know, with businesses, especially with tech, you know. And then from there, went into my bachelor's degree for game design. And when I did my bachelor's in game design, while I was still in the military, went into the military of October of 2003 got out July of 2008 so I went into my bachelor's degree in game design so I understand how to build a video game from start to finish it's not to me it's not a difficult process the challenge is that all the technology keeps changing and keeping up with all the technology isn't always the easiest so I know how to plan a video game build a video game from start to finish and all the way to market I learned all that while I was in my game program basically and Almost got funding, except for in 2008, the entire world crashed. So I lost, you know, millions of dollars then because of the market crash, unfortunately. But I understood how to market and get funding for a video game or any type of project at that point in time. I kind of went into doing stuff as a web developer, did a lot of marketing for a local solar company here, did a lot of freelance stuff. I still do freelance projects to this day because people still, there's a lot of people that need help that don't have a huge budget and I don't charge them a whole lot because I know them I'm just trying to help them build their business really and I still continue to do that just because it's kind of like a community service but I don't do it for free <laughs> I can't do it for free unfortunately but I, I don't mind doing banners for stupid cheap I'll do it for like $80 it's not horrible I'll build out apps I'll build you an e-commerce store for cheap but I've been touching computers before they are like they are today before they were color the only colors we had were black and green, so I've, my knowledge in that sense goes pretty deep. And so I finished my bachelor's degree in game design in 08. And then from 08 to 2010, I actually was in uh, my other bachelor's degree for global business management at University of Phoenix. Did that for a couple of years till I ran out of funding. <laughs> That's kind of funny because I still get ads questions for them. But that's okay. I'll eventually go back and finish that one too. I just ran out of funding. That's usually what happens with that, right? And so went from there. And I found out I could do my master's degree. So I went and did my master's degree. I finished that full sale university, right? I got my master's in entertainment business. So I understand how to take anything to market: film, game, app, company, it, it, whatever project or idea you have in mind. I can get it to market for you. That's not a problem. Um, the only problems that you run into are budget. I understand how to do stuff on a bootstrap as well, so I can do it on the inexpensive side as well, so I can teach a lot how to do all that. 
um, a lot of social media animation. You can do a lot of that. There's a lot of free things you can do out of there, but when you start doing actual, you know, you want to grow things, you could... I've worked with companies where they spend $5,000 a month on Google Ads because they understand that the revenue back into their pocket was hundred k a month. So spending five grand was, you know, you, your back return was $95,000. Well, the cost for doing business, you, the parts, for example, on that project, you'd spend $30,000 in the parts. In payroll, you'd spend maybe $10,000, so you're out forty-five, so fifty. 50 out of the 100, so you make $50,000 profit every month. Is it worth the knowledge to do something like that? Especially when your team is working as a small three-person team? Imagine making $50,000 a month as a small three-person team. So what's five, five times 12? That's 600K. So you have 600K in your pocket. Is that worth the knowledge? And I've seen that I've got the numbers to back that up as well. So it's not just all like, oh, these are big numbers. I've even done the small numbers too. I've even done my own stuff here. So we'll see how well I do. <laughs> I'm doing it on a bootstrap budget. Let's see how well this works, right? So why, why listen to me? Well, I've helped integrate telecom on an international level doing Zayo. I could literally pick up and learn any type of programming knowledge, but I could also share that knowledge as well. I've helped people even build their own websites and stuff like that. They paid for some of that training, yes. But they, they've learned that, you know, they can reach out and consult with me at any time. And then usually it's just validating their own gut sometimes. And sometimes you just need that second brain power there that understands all these wonderful pieces and all these other different steps inside business knowledge as well, right? Because I'm a unique one. I understand all the different aspects of the business but I also put in the field time into it, too. So it's not just, oh, I'm just knowledgeable in it. No, I know how to apply it and take action with it. So when you say, hey, go talk to the doctor. You know, my, the, my, my, my brother Dave says the joke is they should just change your name to Dr. Mario. That'd be funny. I was like, yeah, the one that can teach you how to build any type of video game, right? And not just build it, but actually take it to market and make some money with it, right? <laughs> That's the idea behind it all. So... I've even done some things where, you know, they haven't always succeeded because we run out of marketing or we don't do the proper marketing or the people that are doing the marketing don't follow through or something. I've seen some good stuff and I've seen some bad stuff. So I've seen both of their things. So it come from not just knowledge, but knowledge and experience. So when they say, go see the doctor, that's what they mean. E-commerce stuff, I got you. I understand that. But how big is your budget? How much do you want to work with? What is the process and what's going to be the return on it how much time is needed in it and also you got to be patient with it you're not going to be able to rush it you don't make these numbers overnight that's the other side of this when entrepreneurs go in and develop something they don't understand you know the first year is a lot of sweat and tears and you're like what do i do what do i do what do i do where do i get my big break what do i do this what do i do that if you're patient and you just keep working at it it's like interest on a bank account if you keep compiling the interest it adds up you make it much money for example, the service company I'm working with. Here's another good example. It started with nothing, great, just an idea. Okay, so I told them it's probably you're best off just doing it this way. Because they were talking about buying another company. I said that's probably a horrible idea when we started looking at it. The numbers didn't make sense. A lot of things didn't add up and I was like, well, it's good and bad. And to some degree 
a lot of the other things didn't add up. So it was like, well, nothing's nothing's recorded properly. Everything's receipt paper. Because the business owner was just ready to just retire. And he's been doing it for 20 years. And he was like, oh, I'm done, I'm done, I'm selling it, I'm selling it, I'm selling it. But he was asking for too much. And so I was like, look, if you build it, you're going to make more than him, than what he's asking for in the next couple of years. But you got to put a couple of years in. So the first year, you know, I told him it was going to be slow. It was going to be painful. But the second year, it picked up. It went from, the company went from, what was it? 39,000 the first year or something like that. It was something really low because there was only the three of us and they were just starting out. We didn't put, you know, we put very little money into marketing that we could and the little bit of marketing did help, you know, business cards, doing the right things. Um, website, of course, and we were building out the e-commerce side, but then that went, that went horrible because the company didn't supply us with any updates on and we were losing money on sales instead of making money. Unfortunately, some of the manufacturers out there were doing that to a lot of people, unfortunately. Um, not going to say names, just saying that's what happened. And then the second year, they went up from, you know, 36000 to, what was it, 349000 in sales. So that's a 300% jump. And then because of some other things... So what happened, you know, this is 2019, then 2020, went to 340, then 2000, no, 2020, that was 2020, okay, and 2021 was 340, 2022 was 360. But there are some other, other issues that happen now, but they made that in sales, so they did really good. So they keep going up, they're on an upward swing, which is phenomenal, right? And that was done with literally a small team of three. And two techs, which is a total of five people. So when they say go see the doctor, go talk to the doctor for some advice or consulting, I don't mind consulting for free for like the first hour, but after that you have to pay for it, unfortunately. Just because I understand you can, and that's a different, completely different industry. I just did another startup with somebody. They had zero dollars because they had some money behind it. They were able to make in a few short months. So when I started there, it was zero. Went from zero, started in April 2020 to, no, it was 2022 April. Yeah, 2022 April to August 2022. And it was like 1.25 when I left from zero. And that was me putting in process and hiring and firing stuff and that was for a completely different industry that was for the suds industry suds is substance abuse so done substance abuse the other service industry is a hot tub company so if you are very adamant on building something it's great the hot tub the, the pool company for example the pool company we went from zero to a million in sales And that was just one website. Yeah, that was the third year in. The first year wasn't that much. The second year was about half that. And the third year, there you go. So if you're consistent and actually take action towards your business, you will do great. But if you'd like some help, you can always reach out to me. And that 
this is where I'm saying when they go say, hey, go see the doctor. And then the people that were working with me understood that, hey, if they went and go see the doctor, the doctor will give you the right advice and put you in the right direction. Well, the question is, is, will you take action, go in the right direction to really boost your sales and boost your business and boost yourself and help yourself? I've helped people retire. So, yes, I do understand how to get there. So when they say, go see the doctor, go see, that's why I did Dr. Nate Live. Go see the doctor. That's the joke. I hope that helped a little bit in understanding why I started to do all of this. And maybe I should have started that with the very first podcast with why you should go see the doctor, right? <laughs> but I was talking with somebody, and thank you, by the way, for all your help out there, those mentors I have. I really appreciate you. Anyhow, that wraps up for the episode of another Dr. Nate Live. I will see you all tomorrow for another episode. Have a great day, everybody. Be safe.